Okay, before we get all jacked up, sure. Okay. I mean, we'll just roll into the conversation pretty naturally. Sure. We are uh, been recording for forty seconds, so Mac gets to listen to all this before he edits it. And you know what, Mac? It's freaking ten twenty at night, and you're probably mm-hmm. just sleeping in bed, dreaming yep. about your newborn baby on the way. Yeah. Wondering if uh, if you'll have any projects wrapped up. And me and Corey just grinding it out, trying to keep Border alive. Yep, pretty much. Lack of sleep, uh, just grinding away. I I'm mean, not gonna lie, it took a three three minute power nap, but yeah. I'm, I'm better yeah. now. Like I'm coming out, I was like, ah, I wasn't sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, yeah, yeah. Max been rolling with the whole show for the last two years and keeping things yeah. going. But I mean, this is my second episode I've had to do, and you know what? I think I'm underpaid. Basically, an expert at this point. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> my only goal this episode is have it less sound less shitty than the last one. Yeah, and we'll be winners. Yeah, I don't know what he complains about. It seems pretty easy. <laughs> I've never done it, but it looks easy. <laughs> so, Borderados, Borderados, here we come. Borderados, Borderados. Okay, we're having fun here. It's late at night. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Border Outdoors podcast. I'm Seth. And I'm Corey. It's a fun episode here. It's late at night. It is January 21st when we're recording this this evening. We, here, here's the general outline of the show. I'm gonna, we're going to touch real briefly on the last day of our lake trout trip, real briefly. Um, we're going to go over just a couple quick dates of what's going on with hunting seasons here currently in Minnesota because the clock's ticking or it's already talked if you know what i'm saying um and then me and Corey got a couple big announcements um i got one a challenge coming up in june and Corey sucked me into an adventure i think so we'll get into that with a little western hunting talk um so real quick uh lake trout weekend the last podcast if you tried to listen to it it sounded like garbage that's my fault but um the second day when we went back out that afternoon you guys didn't miss much. It nope. was it was pretty slow. Pretty slow. I, I did get the trout that I predicted I would get. The one thing that didn't happen is we were one fish short of our limit, which seems like a crappy thing to say. But, I mean, uh, we had a ten, one fish short of a 10-person limit, which is two fish apiece. It's still solid. And, and we uh, – not we. <laughs> I didn't throw fish back, but other people threw fish back. So it, it – uh, it was a really good weekend overall, just not for myself. I really, I really let everybody and myself down. Oh, you did a fine job, my friend. Hey, just quick note so I don't get blamed for the sound. Touch that foamy black thing right to your lips when you talk. Yeah, it sounded a lot better. Is that than, better? Yeah, I think that's better. Okay. And uh, I don't know. There's like a sweet spot on these mics maybe. Oh, hey, so, you know what? What's oh, on-air adjustment. Here we go. Is that bad? Oh my gosh! There we go. Jesus, I was wondering he what told was me, going on. Make sure that that's pointed towards you. And Woo, I'm glad we addressed that right away. So I did not do that. Anyways, uh, so Lake Trout, it was a great, great trip, great time. Absolutely, um, best, best weekend. I said it before, best weekend we've had up there. Yes, bar none. I, I did say that there wasn't any giant crazy highlights, but I did remember the other day that I I caught a giant perch and it was two had a giant egg sack in it, and Corey. <laughs> 
I took it out and asked Corey, what would you give me to bite this thing? And he offered a case of a beer case to of me. Beer. I probably should have bought that knowing you were coming over tonight. I didn't. Oh, I'm not I'm not too worried. So I took a big chow out of that. And you got a yeah. video of it, right, Corey? I do. Yeah, it's super disgusting. Yeah. I, 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 I vomit a little bit in my mouth every time I look at it. I just... <laughs> <laughs> might, have so to, gross. might have to have you post that on the old border sure. page for yeah. fun. So that was the other thing. So I, I got the videos off my GoPro. So uh, the one video of me missing a fish that I was going to post, I could have posted. But the other one where it's back to back fish in the same video. Yep. Facebook doesn't let me do it. Apparently it's too long or it's too big, too many, too many megabytes. megabytes. Yeah. So I tried to post that. I haven't split it into two videos yet. I got to figure out how to do that, but I will try to get that up along with Seth Eaton, a uh, a perch caviar. It's delicious. I'll say this. It didn't taste bad, but the texture was terrible. Like it glued to your teeth. Mm. It was not, uh, Mm. I don't think I'd do it again unless it was a lot, a lot coming my way for it. Two cases of beer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see here. Seasons that are still open in Minnesota. We got small game season still going. Okay. Um, Seth's just pulling his Bible out here. I'm just double checking a couple things. That's got some hours on it. So just, uh, you, you know this by now, but pheasant closed, uh, uh, December 31st. That was the last day you could hunt pheasants in Minnesota. Um, all the deer, all that good stuff is done. You do have small game through February 28th. Uh, look at the regs, you know, squirrels, rabbits, all that good stuff. Look up your own limits. Um, but one little fun thing that we just missed out on was crow. So crow's got a bunch of different seasons. There was a January 1st through the 15th, and there is a March 1st through the 31st where you can go out and hunt crows. Um, and just in case you really need to take advantage, it does say crows may also be taken when committing or about to do damage. Oh. Okay. I, I love that. He's line. coming right for Dude, us. That's, <laughs> yes. If anybody watched the first season of South Park, the uncles take Kyle hunting or Stan hunting. And what they tell him is as long as you yell, it's coming right for us. You can shoot anything. <laughs> so that's kind of what that, that rule reminds me of. But, uh, you know, you can still hunt some stuff. You, uh, coyote and fox hunting, you can still yes. do. Yes. Yep. Coyote never closes. And right now they've got prime pelts. I mean, yeah. they're, they're probably rubbing. And so a lot of trappers have a lot more to say about it than I do. But uh, yeah, the pelts will start start starting to go downhill here not too much longer. So if you want to get out and get a pretty coyote, go out there and do mm-hmm. it. I just checked it, uh, the trail camera out in my yard here. And I was hoping that the big buck I'd seen over in that field over there would be on the camera. And it's nothing but does. So that was a little disappointing. <laughs> um, I glanced real quick at the trapping section. Mm-hmm. Man, I tell you what, if you're bored this time of year, it doesn't cost much to get your trapping license. And uh, you need to have a small game license as well. But um Dude, I don't know, man. Like if I, something to do to pass the to time. Yeah. yeah. And if you live on 20 acres, if you live on the acreage, you don't need a trapping license. You can just oh. trap on your property. So anyways, you still have to abide by limits and stuff like that, but you don't technically need the license. Not that it's that expensive. So I don't know. If you're out there and bored, maybe buy yourself a trap and see if you can find yourself a coyote on your own eight acres or something. Yeah. You know? I mean, you can literally go to Shields, Fleet Farm, you know. Anywhere you can go and get traps. You know, you you don't have to look very far. Exactly. Um, So, again, we're still waiting. I already mentioned it uh, uh, before we started rolling. Max at home trying to get stuff done, waiting for baby, baby border. I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to name it. I don't know why they wouldn't. (laughs) Um, But fingers crossed for a healthy, healthy baby, healthy mama. Yep. And uh, a dad that can find some sleep. So, yeah. uh, Wishing them the best and um, can't wait to. 
Can't wait to hear that they named it after me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Okay. We won't, uh, again, real quick, if anybody thinks they want to ice fish with us, me and Corey are trying to pick out a lake here, most likely in Wright County. Yep. I kind of have an idea for that one already. Uh, They canceled the Maple Lake Ice Fishing Derby. Okay. So I was thinking, since you're not going to have that pressure on Maple Lake, that that would be a good one to have it on. Absolutely. It's got an easy launch right off Highway 55 there. And so on February 25th, we're just going to plan to go out there yep. and go fish. Come out and hang out with us. Uh, Corey and I are going to, you know, we're going to bring our grill and stuff to grill up some food. And um, it's just an open invite. Come on out. Yep. You can fish. Nothing, you can chat. official. Just just people hanging out kind of a thing. Yeah. So We'd love to meet you if we've never met you. You know, Nick Virgin's a big fan of the podcast. He's always commenting and posting stuff. It'd be awesome if he came out so I could meet him face to face. You know, any, any of the fans, any of the haters, come on out. So. Mm-hmm. As of right now, February 25th, that's the day. And uh, unless there's some crazy blizzard or something, I don't see why we're not going to make it happen because my wife is cool with it. Yeah. So I'm going to take advantage. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like the last weekend of of fishing. Yeah. So we can put out tip-ups, catch pike, all that fun stuff. And then um, just one big thing I got, one big challenge I got coming up. So I've been trying to run a lot more is I signed up for the Grandma's Marathon. (sighs) In June, I believe it's June 17th. So that's 26.2 miles. Um, I'm busting it out with one of the Brotherhood guys, Nick Jacobs, and um, a couple other guys from work. Um, Good for you guys. Yeah, so I'm excited. This will will be 11 years since I ran it. It's the 46th one or something. Anyways. That's a challenge. I'll uh, I'll update how how it's going from time to time. You're but. so much better than I am. Uh, you gave me the inspiration to want to do it when I was working night shift, and I and I told you guys several times. As soon as I'm done working nights, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do Grandma's marathon. Then I got on day shift, and I've yet to do it. <laughs> and now you're gonna do it twice. So. There's still time to sign up. <laughs> there is. I actually talked to my sister about doing like a like a tough mud or some sort of yep. like theme thing like that. I also feel like it would be a, a good segue into what I'm planning for my fall. Like kind of be some more motivation into me coming into fall, be in good shape. So I'll put this out there, man. I need to run a lot, right? I I want it not to be a painful experience. So I'm going to try to do the right thing. If you find a 5k, a 10k or a half marathon between now and June that you want to try to sign up for, hit me up. We can do it together. So now let's get into the fun stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. This freaking guy over here has been bugging me for probably, years. Yeah, at least the last two years. Yeah. I've, I've had my heart set on a mule deer archery hunt. Um, kind of had Wyoming in my head, so I started buying points for Wyoming. Not an easy state to draw on, but I'm, I'm getting close to the right spot for that. Um, and then Corey here has been like, I want to go out with a rifle, have the odds in my favor, yep. late season weather experience, yep. all that kind of stuff. So what have you been bugging me about, Corey? Uh, I really want to do a mule deer hunt. I, I don't have as much desire to shoot an antelope. Nothing against antelope. It just doesn't really trip my trigger. Uh, but I, I would really like to get a mule deer. Um, and we had talked about it basically when I first started bow hunting um you and i were out shooting at your place you're like yeah man like we're like we should do we should do a bow hunt and that pretty much got me going on it but then specifically the last two years like we don't have another kid on the way or anything like that and i just feel like it's really really good timing last year didn't work out hindsight i'm glad it didn't there was way too much going on and then late december i talked to my wife and they were like you know I feel like it's just the time. Like I just need to make it happen. And she said, yes. And then I was just jacked about it. 
And then I had talked to you about like, hey, here's the thing. I'm giving you to the end of January. You let me know if you want to go or I'm going to basically plan this around you. So I kind of gave you an ultimatum and you didn't let me down. (laughs) So I appreciate that. You went goggins on me. like I I did. I I did a lot of research last year thinking last year was going to be the year. And then I, I would say... In about April or March, I just I, I knew it wasn't going to work, so I I basically just dropped out. But like I had a spreadsheet going, like like this is all really before I didn't want to spend the money on Go Hunt, so like I was just doing my own research. I made my own spreadsheets as far as draw. Or That's awesome. Started making my own spreadsheets as, as far as draw odds, and then I as soon as she told me I could do it, I went to Go Hunt. I'm like, geez, what an idiot! Like I should have just paid for this just for the Saved articles. All that time. Yeah, there's there's just so much great information on there so I, i've been kind of diving into that a little bit and doing some research so yeah montana mule deer hunt and i've talked to a couple of guys already that mule deer hunt out there um and had got some good tips and some good information i might even get, have some private land not locked down but i might have an in on some so yeah i'm just That's i'm awesome. just giddy with excitement i can't even explain it when That's you awesome. called me monday i just i hung up the phone and eric's next to me and i just started fist pumping in the truck like yes this is gonna be the year and i i agree with you i i I think that bow hunting would be the ultimate experience absolutely i just i want to try to max like i don't know that i'll be able to do this again so like to me i'm just gonna try to sort of put all my eggs well no not put all my eggs in one basket i I just want to have the most success that i'll be able to have and i just think that's gonna be with the rifle i think that's totally fair and I mean, let's face it, man. We, you and I, have hunted enough, like, and enough variety of stuff. The first hunt for any game, is, and the first time you get it, is going to be so freaking awesome. Yep. Like, it, it really won't matter that it was with a rifle or a bow or a hundred yards away or three hundred yards away. Yep. Like, if we put a buck down, it'd be <laughs> so yeah. much freaking fun. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. So, so my, like, at least my expectation right now, or uh, my hope, I guess, maybe not expectation. I want to shoot a equivalent to a like midwestern whitetail six point like if i could go out there and do that man mission accomplished i i uh, i'll be really really happy with that yep and and just the whole experience in general like i want to go out there camping and i just i want it to be this whole big experience yes we'll get it oh man so let's let's go over okay so i'm gonna dive into the weeds briefly about a little, a couple Western states. So if anybody's out there getting excited as we start talking about this, here's a couple just real quick dates that'll give you guys. In Montana, starting March 1st, you can apply to hunt for deer and elk, moose, bison, sheep, and goat, antelope, uh, elk bee, whatever that is, and deer bee, whatever that is. I'm not really oh, sure what I, I those codes are. I, I forget what that is. But, um, uh, uh, let's see here. So as of March 1st, you can start applying for those tags in Montana and the application closes <clears throat> April 1st for deer and elk and for moose, bison, sheep, and goat, which most of you guys probably aren't thinking about is May 1st. So it's a short window, but it doesn't open until March and it closes and you, we're going to find out April 18th. In, yeah, I think. We'll find out in the middle of April, which mm-hmm. is awesome to allow planning. Yep. The worst thing about these Western States is, um, is some of them are so early you have to you have to commit so early and you still don't find out for late uh, like all, almost a year ahead of time some of them like you'll be late season rifle hunting yep and you should have already applied 
Yeah, you really got to be on top of it if you want to do it. This one for a doozy. I just learned this. Okay, so Corey, it's been what a week? Not even a week mm-hmm. since I made the decision. Like, okay, let's make a go of this hunt with you because yep. you were going either way. Um, and I just started diving down the rabbit hole, and along the way, I found out. <laughs> you know, for an out-of-state hunter in Alaska, you know when we would have had to have our applications in? Mm-mm. Or when they opened up? December 15th of op- 2022 to hunt fall of 2023. Yeah. So, like, that's how early yeah. you have to look into some of these other ahead states. Of time, 11 months ahead of time. Yeah. It's absurd. Yeah. Um, so, Montana, that's your dates. Um, and then if if you're thinking of Wyoming, which has some pretty good chances of drawing certain things. If you're a turkey hunter, um, you can start applying now. Um, the, everything I'm about to mention is currently open and here's their closing dates for application. You have to apply for spring Turkey by the end of this month, by January 31st for non-resident elk. If you want to hunt elk in Wyoming, you got to apply by the end of this month, January 31st. So you have to have your application in by the, by midnight on the 31st or your SOL. Yep. There are some return take options over the counter, like, but you got to have zones picked out. Yeah, all but like th- those tags are basically yep. non-existent, so don't don't plan on that. Um, and then bighorn sheep, moose, mountain goat, all that stuff is is April. But I mean, you don't you're not listening to me to know that info. If you're that if you're hunting that kind of game, you should yeah, you, your you, leagues you, ahead you've been of in us. There, yeah, yeah. You, you've been in there a while, gaining points. Uh, and deer and antelope, that's not until uh, May 31st. Oh. Uh, so that one goes quite a while. You have time to apply for that. And um, I'm just going to put this out there with all the digging in I've already done for Montana. I keep cross-referencing Wyoming just for a reference point for me. And um, Wyoming's probably going to be making some changes next year or in the next two years. Right now, it's one of the best states to go hunt an antelope. Hmm. Um, it's 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 got probably the most tags that they give out. There's still a lot of draw. It's not like an over-the-counter scenario most of the time, but a lot of tags, basically 25% of the antelope they decide they're going to kill, they give to non-residents. The other sure. 75% are for residents, but it's prob- they're probably going to knock that down to 10%. Wow. Which, just to move away from uh, Wyoming briefly, um, or for now, uh, Montana, they only give away, out of all the deer they decide to kill, deer and elk and everything they decide to kill, they only give 10% of yep. those tags to Non-resident. Non-residents. Yeah. And so what Corey and I are going to be competing for is out of that 10%, 75% of them, <laughs> how, how did it work? 75% of those tags will go to the highest uh, preference point holders. Yep. And the good news is 25% will go to uh, people with zero. Yep. Uh, preference points. Yeah. Now, now I had heard that uh, from a friend of ours and I was having a hard time finding it. And I... Because uh, when I when I saw that by December 31st, I could have bought a point for 2023. I was just kicking myself like, you idiot, you had all the opportunities. And then when you showed up to like, no, yeah, that like that's a real thing. I just found it. I what a big sigh of relief that we do stand I'll still stand a very good chance because I, I thought I just messed the whole hunt up. <laughs> I oh, yeah. got so worked up about. So, yeah, no, not at all. And so just to be clear, we still have a ton of digging. Yeah, we haven't committed to any exact path. So the strategy I'm taking is I'm trying to learn as much as I can about all the tags, all the draw, you know, how the whole system works. Everything I'm finding, basically every article with Montana starts with 
Okay, well, here we go. Before we get into this, just know Montana is one of the most confusing states yeah. when it comes to their draw system. So that's fun, yeah, right? Because right. every state Good I've looked into is confusing. That. Yeah. So we'll figure out all that. We decide what tag we want to go for. One thing that super excited me was um, ultimately we're going to be applying for a general tag, a combo tag. Okay. Yep. So we either apply um, for a deer combo, an elk and deer combo, or an elk combo. Now, the reason why they call an elk combo a combo is because all those licenses, they all come with a, uh, a upland game bird license and a fishing license. Yep. That's why they call them a combo. So I don't know why they do it like that exactly, but that's why they call it that. So I'm assuming, Corey, that you want to apply for a mule, a deer combo. Yep. Not a deer elk combo. Correct. Uh, so, uh, and also the deer combo is a mule deer or a black tail and a white tail. So you can shoot either or. or. A black tail? Yeah. It, it isn't, I'm 90% sure. I'm, There's mule, a, mule deer, ref, or that, that's actually a black tail deer, not a. Well, I'm, I'm going to speak ignorantly of this. There's a black tail deer that lives on the uh, western coast, like in Alaska and Washington, northern Washington. Um, maybe maybe that's some kind of like, you know, local term. Like, oh, there's a black tail deer, but I've never, I guess I've never heard of Oh, man, I swear. I swear. It, I it the might same be like thing. a subspecies of the black tail deer. Sure. You know what I mean? So maybe that's what you read about or sure. whatever, but threw me for a loop when you said it. Anyways, you can shoot either or. You can shoot. A mule deer or a whitetail. Okay. In that, in that, com- that's why they call it a combination tag. Okay. Now, where you're at, some of that might change kind of sure. thing. I haven't got that far into it, but yeah, it's, it's basically an either or. Right. And again, we're just trying to understand the tags and the licenses. Yep. Once we start picking out zones, if there's any subset rules for zones or areas, we'll, we'll dissect that. But um, yeah, I don't know. Ultimately, it's just one of those things where. Jeez. If you, if you go for the elk mule deer, it totally changes what areas you might want to hunt because you now you're trying to find elk with a bonus deer opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement going for the deer is the way to go. Number one, it's half the price. Right. Number two, it's just a little easier. It's still 643 or 30. Uh, I think I got it written down here somewhere. 680 deer combo license is now 683.50. Oh, yeah. Now, Okay, so here's the messed up thing. I, I, I follow Randy Newberg and a lot of these guys. Here's the most annoying thing about these Western states. When you're applying, they usually don't even have their regs out yet. Yep. You're going off last year's info on their city, on their state website. Yeah. So, like, all the prices and stuff for Wyoming right now, they're all... I looked up Wyoming's prices for mule deer and all that stuff, and it said as of 2018. Right. I know their prices are another $40 to $100 a tag. So, well, and if, if you're trying to look at statistics as far as how many bucks we're taking, you know, or, or this or that, you're looking at old data because the data for the current year hasn't even finished yet. The, right. the season hasn't even wrapped up. So like you're, man, yeah, I mean, you, it's, it's tough. It's, it's very tough. tough. It's tough. And that's why I think like the sites like Go Hunt, they've got guys that are calling these agencies going, yep. how many tags are you going to give out? Because I can't find how many tags, but I've found multiple videos talking about the 2023 season yep. in Montana saying they're going to give 23,000 deer tags this year. You know, and I'm like, that web, that info is not on the website that I found. Yeah. So I'm sure they're, you know, they've got insider, insider knowledge. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. What else? Um, 
Yeah, the other crazy thing with Montana is so we'll apply, apply for a general combo license. Um, and then the, there's second chance draws and stuff like that that doesn't really come into play. But then if we want to narrow it down to a limited draw zone, so a zone that's got higher success rates or, mm-hmm. or higher draw odds or um, more trophy, con- you know. Yep. Uh, Some uh, of them are like remote areas too where right. like you can get in with zero points because nobody wants to put the work in to right. get there basically. Right. And so let's say Corey and I both sign up. We have zero preference points currently. Mm. And so out of the 10% of tags that they give to non-residents, 75% go to the highest draw or with the highest um, preference point totals. Okay. And the other 25% go to people with zero or more. Right. Mm -hmm. So they'll start with zero. If they have takes left over out of that 25, they'll go up to one point or whatever. So we have to draw our general combo take first. And then if we want to try to get into a limited area, we apply for that as well at the same time, and then we can hopefully win the drawing for that limited area. Sure. Um, so it's freaking nuts. There's also, you talked about it when you were playing for antelope. They have a super tag option too, mm-hmm. uh, and they do one for each species is given away. Uh, you, you talked about it more. Uh, but then, so if you get drawn for your general tag as a non-resident and you also get drawn for the super tag, uh, you would basically have to give up your Correct. Uh, lesser tag, just the general tag. Right. Yeah. Which I, is I what you're going to do. Uh, uh, so you can apply as many times as you want. It's $5 for $5 each. a raffle yeah. ticket, basically. Right. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm gonna, thinking about applying. I mean, I'm, I'm going to throw 20 drop, bucks yeah, in. Yeah. See I'm going to drop happens. some. Yeah. And, I, and I, what I'll do is like, I'll drop some on like the freaking sheep hunt and an elk tag. Those expensive tags, those yeah. hard to draw tags. Like I'll do moose and elk likely. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know, why not? And why not throw a few dollars in on a mule deer tag? Cause right. then, then we can pick a limited in a trophy zone. area. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cause when you win that super tag, then you pick where you want to hunt basically. So here's a question. Maybe you'll know the answer. Uh, can you, you, you no, you couldn't apply as a group for the super tag. Correct. Correct. Sure. That's an individual tag. Yep. Okay. And so speaking of which, we can apply as a group. We can apply individually or we can apply as a group. Um, If Corey had preference points, like three preference points, let's say, he'd be better off applying on his own Mm because he'll most likely draw. Um, But But that does get counted towards the groups. It does. Right. But they average out. Right. And everything I've heard, seen, and read is they, uh, just to backtrack quick, Montana caps you at three preference points. Yes. Once you have three. You can't get any more, which is kind of nice. Right. Um, but because of that, if we apply it as a party, you have three, I have z- zero. Mm. It takes an average. So then we're around that one and three quarter or whatever yep. mark, right? Well, based on the 75 to three points and the 25% of the takes to zero points, we'd be in no man's land. Yep. Basically, we're not going <laughs> to, unless nobody applies with three points. Yep. Then, then we're just not going to draw a take. So we'd be better off not doing that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a crazy strategy. So yeah. Anyway, so that's the game we get to play. Now, when we go to apply for our license, the way it works in Montana is we sent, we, we go to apply for our tag. And as we, we apply for the uh, uh, deer combo license, it's going to ask, would you like to purchase a preference point? A preference point is a hundred dollars in Montana, wow. which is, you know, Wyoming is like 50 for the elk and 40 for the mule deer and all that stuff, but hundred bucks. Um, 
And that point would get applied to this year's license. So here's the crazy thing we got to decide. Do we buy the point when we apply um, so that we have another one for next year if we don't get drawn? Right. Or do we not buy the point so that we have zeros in our party across the... In yeah. my mind, we're going to want to say zero. Yeah, zero. Right. And if we don't draw, then July 1st through December 31st, or, we can just yeah. buy a preference point for next year. Right. Yeah. That is very confusing. So like like we just said, I, I had until December 31st to buy a point for this year. You can also buy a point when you apply. Like it, it just, that doesn't make sense. Like right. why do they give you opportunities, but then also cap you at three? Right. I don't understand. Yeah, if, if it was a 12 points, you know, you have 12 points to draw a tag. Okay, then I get that. Like, you're just trying to compound your points. Right. Yeah, I... It's crazy. It, mind games. I hate it. And the other crazy thing is Bunch when, of we, women when we go it. to apply, we can check a box that says um, guided preference points. Saw and that. So, we can buy two preference points if we choose, if we to choose have a, a guide. guide. And if we draw our tag, the tag is coded in some way where you have to do it through a guide. Yes. It's not valid if you're doing it on your own. I want nothing to do with that. No, no, thank you. No. So it's a frick- nothing against any guides. It's just, that's not the experience that I'm looking no, for. Exactly. Yeah. So if we choose to go to this limited zone, then here's the next phase that comes into play. Bonus points. Yeah. When you, Corey, you mentioned to me this bonus point thing, which I thought I've never heard of it. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, I, I got out into the weeds in that one. Like I, I still don't really understand the difference between bonus points and preference points, but they're very different. They're, they're very different. The preference points matter for the general tag that okay. you have to draw to go into the pool for the limited tags. Okay. Okay. The bonus points matter for the limited tags only, only. Okay. Um, and now here's where it gets crazy. Oh, Here's where it gets complicated. (laughs) I believe it's Montana. Uh, From what I found is out of of that chunk of tags in the limited zone, 60% of them go for off your bonus points, right? Um, I believe 60% of them go for your general take price of $683. Or you can spend twice that for a special tag and you go for 40% of the tags, but it's higher draw odds. It's insanity. Don't even. Yeah, I I would love it if somebody did. Uh, maybe Go Hunt has an article out there. Someone to actually do the math on all this. Seventy five percent of the tags go. You know, right to well of the ten percent, seventy five twenty five. Then of that, like your chances of getting oh. some of these are probably less than one percent. Right. Yeah. It. it, it Who's ever got this dialed in is way smarter than me. I'll just say this. The states are maximizing. They have a resource. Got to turn my mic. It sounded quiet. They have a resource. They're maximizing the money, the money they get and keeping their residents on, a, on the, on the forefront, side, yeah. which is what it should be. So right. it's a lot of work. But I'm telling you, man, if we can freaking drag ourselves through these weeds, make the right application, make the right move, as soon as we're out there, it's totally worth it. Yeah. Totally worth it. So we'll keep working through the application process. Once we have it all dialed in, we'll we'll definitely up, update you guys on exactly what plan we went with and what we think our chances are. There is a chance that we won't draw. Yeah. Um, I'm going to cry myself to sleep if that happens. Well, see, like that's the stress that's coming into me because I've got multiple preference points for elk and for yep. mule deer. And with the changes I see them coming up with, I am terrified 
since I'm kind of chunking out this spot in the fall for a long Western hunt, like part of me is like, do I, do I try to get those tags this year? Well, you so can that still, if this falls through. Cause I can always sell the tag back oh, or give sure. it back. Like, so money wise, I might not be out, but I'd lose my preference points. I'd lose but my you tag. You can buy points without losing the opportunity. In, in Wyoming, you can for now. I think they're, oh, so two more quick things in Wyoming. Uh, as of right now, I, I'm buying points and it's fine. But if I don't apply for a tag. Yeah, you have to do consecutive years. Yeah, so I have to apply for a tag this year or, or I lose my points. You, uh, you have to apply Mont- for the tag? Oh, hold on. Let me see if I you got this in my notes. You can't just buy a point to basically hold your spot? I, I know. I, I feel like this just changed. I've read so much it's kind of cross-contaminated. Oh, that'd be crappy. But I'll tell you this right now. I know in Montana you have to apply or you lose your points. Yes. So if we bought a point this year and didn't apply next spring, we Gone. lose our points. Yeah. Just I mean, like you're out 50 bucks. But. Um, you can lose your preference points. You'd never lose your bonus points. Oh. Yeah. So hmm. there we go. There's a bunch of other stuff on the bo- preference points. They square them and all kinds of crazy freaking stuff. So um, we won't bore you guys. There's, there's really good videos out there if you're looking into uh, into the that kind of detail. But so we'll make our plan. And here's what we're thinking. Most likely, it's going to be me and you and anybody else going, Corey. Uh, I think Nick Nick has committed to going. Yeah, I I wouldn't mind a four person group just because I feel like you could split up into twos a little bit easier, and then one guy is not driving by himself on the way out there, kind of a thing. Because uh, we would take two trucks and close trailer that whole deal. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I'm I'm good with three two. Um, you know, like the other thing I, I was going to talk to you about is the seasons overlap. So if you draw a general tag in Montana, the bow and rifle seasons overlap. Maybe you could still get your bow hunt if you really wanted it. Yeah, and it's like pretty in Wyoming to get the archery tag archery permit, right? Um, it's like seventy two bucks on top of your licenses. Sure. But it's only, it's it's pretty cheap in Montana. So I think for like right. ten bucks or something crazy, I could buy that and hunt during the archery season with my general tag. Right. Yeah. Like like awesome. your your general tag would be good for a so like like in Minnesota, you, you could buy a rifle tag, for instance, but use your bow to sh- yeah. You, you could, can use a lesser weapon on a lesser rifle weapon, tag. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't buy a rifle tag in Minnesota for a deer and then hunt during the archery Correct. season with a bow. I have to buy right. a bow license. Right. And that's kind of, yeah. So basically, it would be kind of the same thing. So if you get your general tag out there, I I can hunt with whatever weapon I want. As right. As long as I, I have to buy a secondary permit for the weapon, sure. but it's not the same price. Yeah, so you, you still could get your bow hunt out of this. Right. So. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. It's just nice yeah. to know it's kind of on the table. What time of year are you thinking we're... Gonna make La- it go. The, ideally, the last week in October, I, I, I think. Uh, I believe it opens up second to last weekend in October. Uh, so I guess I'd like to leave like on a Saturday, Sunday, give a day, two days at the most to drive out there. So let's say we leave Saturday morning. We can make it there late Saturday, set up camp, spend all day Sunday scouting, and then have a, f- a five-day hunt basically Monday through Friday. And then your weekend to drive home kind of a thing, I, I, I guess, is my tentative plan. Yep. So nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be a good time. It will be. I, I just I can't I can't express how excited I am. Like my, my legs are just shaking <laughs> thinking about it. So, yeah, yeah. I've been I I mean, you know, it'll, it'll be highs and lows throughout the summer as we're waiting. The worst part is that we have to wait so long to apply and, yeah. and hear back. Like yeah. Well, months. it does suck, but it also gives you a lot of time to really 
hoeing in on the zone oh, that you yeah. want. I'm, I'm glad the deadline's not right. the 31st. That's right. for sure. So yeah, I, I, I'm excited. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And what I, weapon do you think you're going to use? So I have a 30 odd six that I bought when I was 14 years old. Uh, it, it was just a Remington model 700, um, synthetic stock, uh, had a weaver scope. I think the scope was even used at the time. Um, and I did upgrade, I got a vortex diamondback scope for it now. And then, um, as a gift, my dad had, so my dad's in the, um, custom rifle industry. Uh, he was just sitting on H, uh, H and S H S precision stock. I don't know, a few hundred dollar stock. So he just gave it to me cause it was just laying around in, in his, <laughs> in his closet. So I've got a pretty nice setup with that 30 odd six. So I think I'm going to use that. I should be good to, if there's a trophy sitting at 300 yards, I'm definitely going to make sure I'm proficient at 300 yards, but obviously I want, I want a shot inside of that. I want to get as close as I can without fear of spooking the deer basically. So for sure, yeah. for sure. And that, that that's a very capable weapon out there. Also, you know, a 308 would also be a pretty common type for out there. What about yourself? Um, Boy, I'll have to decide. I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, the 243 is just a little too small for a mule deer, yeah. in my opinion. Um, it works great for antelope and stuff like that. I love the way it shoots, but I mean, a hundred grain bullet is just, I, I just want more than that. So I've got the seven millimeter Weatherby, which is more gun than I need, but it's it's really due for a new scope. I hate to take the the original scope off it. It's a gun that my uncle left me right before he passed away. Uh, it's got an old loophole scope on it. And um, if I put a, if I, if I'm upgrade that scope, I'd feel really good with that gun yep. going out there. You know what we could do? Uh, so I had asked my dad uh, to see if he could get me a deal on a scope. Uh, Cause I only, I have two scopes and they're three by nines. And I'm like, yeah, it's just not really enough magnification if I'm going to get out there to that two or 300 yard range. So this guy, I'm looking to buy me a scope and he's like, uh, I'll do you one better. Like I just have this one. I haven't put on a gun yet. You can just borrow it. But he also said, if you want to borrow my, he has a 280 Ackley improved, uh, He's like, you could borrow that. That that's a very capable round out there. So I could borrow that, and you could borrow my odd six if you want. Cowboy style. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. A two eighty what? Ackley improved. Hmm. It's, it uh, it's. I believe you can buy them factory loaded. It's it's more of a hand round, like like a like a short mag or something. <sighs> like no, he's gonna do a better job explaining it than me. Uh, more something that. Someone that's really into guns would buy this, right? Like, it's, okay, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a special, a specialty yeah, round. It's, it's kind not of. something you're just going to go into, you know, shields and find. Like, they're right. just not going to have that. That that that's basically like a custom built, hand loaded kind of a round, kind of a thing. So, sure, yeah, sure. it's 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 a round that's been modified to make another round, basically. Right. Absolutely, so, yeah. I've been looking. There's been some Hawa rifles and stuff I've seen, and you can get them used for decent prices. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's not my budget to go buy a rifle, but I've. I've got that in my head, like, oh yeah. man, maybe maybe I do go buy a my rifle, my two seventy or whatever yep. caliber I've been waiting to add to the arsenal. I had a DU event earlier tonight, and I was trying to win a three hundred eight, sure. a Christian Mesa one. Oh my gosh, dude, it was like a seventeen hundred dollar gun. I was like, if I win that gun tonight, I'm killing a freaking DU. It's a sign. <laughs> yeah, it's a sign. But I didn't win it, so I wasted twenty bucks there. But uh, um, yeah, fun. And and I don't know what are your thoughts, man? Like how. 
I mean, generally speaking, as of right now, we're thinking the eastern half of the state. There's a lot of there's enough public land. There's block management public land. Yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of guys I've been talking to. Um, basically, the eastern half of Montana is very good for draw odds, regardless. And there's a lot of block management, BLM, all that stuff. Um, uh, a guy that uh, one of the electricians that. Uh, works with us was saying that he had heard the western side of the dakotas has had a lot of ehd recently um and so it'd be the northeastern portion of montana and he's like we should hunt northern montana and i thought well doesn't that kind of go against what you just said like if it's northwestern north dakota wouldn't i want to stay out of the north because of the ehd out there anyways that's something i got to look into but sure uh somebody i i talked to 704 has been a good zone um, for him and his family in the past, but there's a lot of ranchers out there. He also advised me to bring money with basically, cause like anybody that's been out to the Dakotas to go bird hunting, uh, sometimes they charge per gun, basically like, yeah, you want to hunt my land hundred bucks. Right, right. So I plan on bringing some cash out too, but yeah, I don't know. I, Eastern half there, there has been some on the Western half that have piqued my curiosity, but they're tough to get into. So I don't know. I got to weigh my options, I guess, but I, I definitely want something that's not just going to be in the plains, I guess. Like I'd like to get into some foothills and like some Coolies decent country. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, what, what are we going to do? Get a five-star hotel or what are no, you thinking? No, I want to camp. Uh, so your, yeah, bro- baby. your brother has a, a double hub fish house. Uh, I've already got him locked into letting me borrow that to go out there. Uh, we also have a friend that has a wall tent. So if there's going to be three of us, that hub house ain't going to be big enough. So we could do the wall tent. Um, the only thing I thought about with the wall tent, so you're, uh, you know, typically you'll have a wood fire stove in there. Well, when you and Mac went to Wyoming, you can have a campfire, but could you use the you stove could, in the wall tent? You couldn't have an unopened campfire. I think mm. that's where, some, like a, as far as a burning restriction sure, goes, sure. It's, it's an open campfire. Okay. I mean, otherwise you could just have the, you know, if he would let us borrow his wall tent, we could have the wall tent be like main. And then right. we could use like the hub as like, uh, we're going to cook in here kind of a thing or right. have some of our other gear in there just so we're not crammed into one. T- I don't know how big his tent is, right. but yeah, I mean, it would be nice. You could use it to hang up clothes, run, run another little heater, yep. dry stuff out or whatever. Yep. And then my father-in-law has an enclosed trailer. I, I'm going to ask him if I can borrow it. Otherwise I think you can rent an enclosed trailer for like 50 bucks a day, like a pretty nice one too. So, mm-hmm. you know, then worst case scenario, you got, uh, you know, if weather is just horrible, you could stay in that, but you start putting, so let's say all three of us shoot a deer. Uh, that's a lot of coolers. Yeah. Coolers take up tons of bed space. Yep. Like you, you pretty much have, in my opinion, would need an enclosed trailer to go out there. So I would agree. And, and honestly, like if we have an enclosed trailer, we might, I might find this a little chest freezer. Yeah. And bring the generator. A lot of guys do that generator and, and a chest freezer. Yeah, absolutely. Cause we're talking about going seven to 10 days. Right. You know, so, I mean, six minimum i just yeah. can't imagine driving all the way out no. there yeah. for less than that um we got families and stuff so being gone for more right. than I mean, seven if we take out hard, early but, being the being the men that we are great right yeah might take I'm my sure. time getting home <laughs> <laughs> so yeah camping roughing it sounds freaking awesome we'll probably yeah. drive to town a truck stop to shower every couple of days or whatever but yep. or bring one of them solar showers or whatever yep i've already got a lot of camping gear so like uh, like myself and I, i've been saving up gift cards for a while like I, i'll have very little into this into like gearing up for it i do want to get some new camo for going out there or something yep yeah 
some of the waterfall gear I, I bought last year will work pretty yeah. decent as, as far as an out, exterior jacket um, and some of the pants I bought. So I'm sure I'll get new gear. Um, I've been wanting to buy a, a meat pack for a long time. Sure. And I, I can't imagine this isn't the year I'm going to pull the trigger, especially if we find out we drew the tags. Yeah. Um, the go hunt thing. I mean, man. I might just have to sign up for that subscription. I've been cheap sure. so far and just stealing stealing opinions offline from sure. everybody and letting you tell me what you're finding. Yeah. But I mean, if you go on to Go Hunt right, right now and, and use promo code Randy, I think they give you like $50 in the gear shop. Oh, man. Yeah, I dude. really should have paid attention to that. You should have asked me before you signed up. How long ago did you sign up? Mm, December. It's okay. been a while. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's probably been al- almost a month. Oh, sure. sure I mean, sure. I did it like... The next day, <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, go for it." And I literally hit the ground running, kind of a thing. So I started reading some stuff. No, you're still fine. So, um, yeah. So I, I foresee like a meat pack, maybe an updated updated scope for the one rifle. I'd probably end up yep. using. Um, that that's one thing I've been reading. Some of the articles they say if you're going to splurge on anything, optics. Sure. You yep. know. Yep. That's a big one. So. Class and I don't know what Nick's planning to use. He's got a he's got a decent three hundred eight. Uh, he he was saying he might upgrade his scope as well, but that, that's kind of what his plan was. Nice gear wise, you'll have to have decent gear, good boots for hiking, walking, yep. packing out all that stuff. I mean, a, a, you shoot a full size buck mule deer. Yeah, a couple. It's going to take a couple guys to pack that out in one go. Yeah, so. yep. I've been uh, researching articles on that. I, I've literally got like a list of. I already have a packing list. Uh, like a, nice. like like even things we're gonna need for camp. I already got a list going for that. But um, yeah, there's there's a lot of different articles about what what guys that make regular trips out there would recommend. And you know, like some of the things, if you're gonna take Western hunting seriously, I mean, like some of the go hunt guys, you know, like the uh, I'm gonna not pronounce this right, Savarsky, no, Sawarski Optics. It, you can spend $2,000 on a um, spotting scope. Right. Not needed, right? Like, like, you, like you should have some good equipment, but like, like some of the things these guys recommend, it's like, it's definitely not in my budget. Right. Like not even in, in, in the same realm. I mean, you could drop 10 grand just to go hunt mule deer before you even shoot one. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Yeah. And why, I mean, honestly, how much are we going to, post up and spot and stock. We're not looking for that tro- once in a lifetime trophy. No. We're not trying to judge bucks from a mile away. No. If we see antlers, we're basically yeah, as long making as it's a not move. a spike. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna shoot it. So basically. Yeah. Basically. Um <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. The next couple months, like this just made the 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 next two months of this miserable friggin' winter so much more enjoyable to me. Mm. Like just having a purpose, having a a thing to dive into has got me really really excited yeah so i'm pretty pumped i hate you for it because it's just consumed <laughs> you're not gonna like, hate me in october no. <laughs> first part of november my wife is yeah <laughs> i mean let's be fair she has for a long time so oh, no, but this is like one of the best things man like so I've, I've always like signing up for marathons or going on hunts or fishing trips or like so many of the things I've gotten to do are because of buddies like you and Joe Bullard and Dane and like guys that say, Hey, are you doing it or not? Cause I'm going with or without you. And so just having that, like having that somebody to push you, you know, just to push you and say, Hey, like you can sit around and fart and wait for years and years, or we can just go do it and just try it. My, my antelope hunt. That was because of my mom 
getting on my case and going like, we need to do it or stop talking about it. So, well, honestly, I, I feel like the ball's just in my court now because you've done that for me so much throughout my hunting and fishing career. Like, I don't know, I can maybe try that. Frick that, man. Just go out and do it. So it's it's nice that I am now your motivation because you, you oh, big time. Yeah, you, you, you've been mine for so long. Big so, time. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, and, and you know that's why we're excited to hunt together because we both know that we're gonna dive into this and make the most of it. But like, let make no mistake about it. This was not my my idea. Mm. Like, yeah, it's been on a list or like a want or whatever. But Peer like, pressure. Yeah, yeah, man. Your peer pressure is what's making me sign up for this tag, which is yes. freaking awesome. So I'm I'm excited. So. It's going to be a really good time. Yeah. I, I like M was so tired of me that night because we were just like sitting at the dinner table and it's kind of quiet. Easton's eating. She's eating. I'm like, you know how excited I am that Seth called me today? <laughs> like, I just I just can't get over it. And she just drops her fork. She's like, I get it. <laughs> You're excited. <laughs> I just don't even know what October is going to feel like if we draw these tags, you know, like it's it's going as soon as we find out we got if we get drawn it's gonna be a long time like oh. it's it's just gonna the brakes are just gonna get put on and we're gonna right. wait and wait and wait right it's just but gonna tear me up i've i've had so much fun watch, watching western hunting videos and stuff even though i'm not going out there doing it actively if we draw me tag i'm gonna be watching so many videos getting so jacked up yep then drive all the way out there and miss it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I, I did do a little uh, Googling here, and uh, a black-tailed deer is a subspecies of, they're both considered mule deer. Okay. At least Interesting. For, at least from the really quick Googling that sure. I did. So Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're maybe not the exact same thing, but they're they're related. Nice. Yep. I'm not a total idiot, just partially. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I figured you were onto something. It just wasn't like I thought you were going to back me up on that right away. I mean, like you, you, you know what, like beavers eat in the spring for food, <laughs> and I can't believe I stumped you with a with a deer fact. I, I did. Like, hey, I did nail it with the whole like I believe it's a subspecies, but I've never heard somebody call a mule deer a black-tailed sure. deer because there is an actual black-tailed deer, right? So. Hey, black tails matter, man. So, like, I'm not trying to, like, exclude them. So, <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Oh, man. Uh, oh, one other side note, if you're still listening to all this jargon, big buck contest. We still haven't scored you guys' no, two deer. No, we, we've been talking about it. It's, hey, does this week work? And everyone, you know, four people will say yes. And then one person like, no, it right. doesn't work for me. But it's going to happen soon. I mean, we, we, we got to quit putting it off. Right. So and uh, I, got, I got to lose eventually, but I just want to try to hold out for a little while longer. Right. Right. <laughs> um, a couple of guys at work uh, are trying to put together boundary waters trip. And um, this kind of goes to the whole, are you in or you're out? Like yep. we're not going to screw around with this. And um, long story short, they invited me again. Great guys. Loved going with them. And they, um, they threw out a date and I was like, well, that date definitely doesn't look good. And they're like, hey, what other dates do? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Am I about to make them play this game? Sure. And so I like, Jack and I were supposed to talk one night about it. And, you know, kids, life, all that stuff. Go to bed. Never happens. I get off work early the next day. We sit down and talk for like two hours about, okay, here's the calendar. Here's all the things, the possibilities, the wants, you know, for trips and time off and date, no daycare and all that stuff. And we hash it all out. And I told these guys like, hey, give me till 2 p.m today yep and at 139 i just texted him like yep i'm I'm out guys like i i can't find a weekend with confidence where i'm not sure. gonna end up bailing asking to switch it like 
I'm out. And they're like, okay, sounds good. So yeah. they, they're going to book their trip here for the Boundary Waters. I would like to do a Boundary Waters trip. I mean, I've heard a lot of people talk about it. That I would really, I've never done one before. A lot of people I know have done one. I would really, really they're like it. So fun. Jackie, my wife, has been wanting to go for a couple of years. She's mentioned it. So I'm, we're going to go this year. Nice. So that's one of the weekends that was taken up is in August, me and her, her brother and his girlfriend. And, um, her sister are going to go. So currently there's five of us. So if M wants you to partner up with Jackie's sister. <laughs> <laughs> That'll go over good. If you want to partner up with yeah. Jackie's sister in a canoe. I think she's been in a canoe about three times her whole life. Oh, so okay. that should go well. That's better than none. Yeah. You're more than welcome to take along, buddy. So that'll be a whole nother episode. We'll get into that one in the whole process. But um, sure. I don't know, man. For now, we got work to do. We got a lot of reading. We got videos to watch. We got go hunt accounts yeah. to research, guns to shoot. Honestly, really not that much time. We we got a a month, yeah, to like figure out what zone and a whole state to hunt and how we want to go about it. And I, yeah, and it's, I, it's I really lo- not that much time. I would love to come up with a decision and sleep on it for a week and yeah, be like, right. yeah, this is this is the right, yeah, that's what we're gonna do, yeah. and then go in. And then the great news is. In the middle of April, we'll have our answer, yeah. and we're either going full tilt or crying ourselves to sleep until steak and cigar day. It's going to be a good name for the episode if we get it. Full tilt episode number <laughs> 215. <laughs> You're dang right. You're dang right. So, I don't know, man. Let's let's button it up there. If anybody's gotten excited after listening to this Western stuff, start looking into it. Get your own applications in there. There's so much good information out there. Look up uh, any of uh, Randy Newberg or Fresh Tracks videos on on application strategies. He's got like I think some of the best videos. And then uh, Go Hunt has a couple out there as well. And Hunting yep. Fool. So those are the three like places I've been getting most of my info sure. from. And um, they honestly have some info that's more up to date than these actual state websites, which is a joke. Yeah. So good, good for them for setting a website like that up to help because it's oh, it's brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. And, and come out and join us on uh, February twenty fifth for some fish and come hang out. Yep. yep. Do it at your own risk. Yep. Till next time with Boulder Outdoors. I'm Seth and I'm Corey. Bye. I hate it when you say that. Prickers. Thanks for listening to the Border Outdoors podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Be sure to join, follow, and share the Border Outdoors Facebook community page. Please leave us a five-star rating on Apple, Spotify, or your preferred podcast hosting site. Be sure to tune in next week to see what the guys are talking about. Border Outdoors. Border Outdoors. Here we come. Here we come. So grab your guns, grab your lines, and here we come.